sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in Godforsaken St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Uh, I am Gregory Rich, your host, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Our guests this week are Colleen Cleave and Amy Lavoie. In France, it would be Lavoie. In in America, it's just Lavoie. Lavoie? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with Lavoie because I, I really like Lavoie. I do too. It's Carl. Uh, do you know Carl who is at Habitation? Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. His last name is Peltier. But, you know, when he wants to class it up, it's Peltier. Oh, yeah. It works. All right. Well, nevertheless, we have Colleen Cleave and Amy Lavoie. Lavoie, take your pick. Uh, Colleen, as you may recall from an earlier show, is a principal at Double Vision. And Amy is Colleen's right hand and partner in crime, an artist in her own right, and an excellent design resource. Ladies, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thanks, Greg. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be here for my first time. It's Pleasure. A, it is a joy to have both of you. We are joined once again by our good friend, the general manager at Mill Valley Kitchen, Mr. Jordan Morris. Jordan, welcome back. Thank you very much. It's good to be back after a couple-week hiatus. And uh, I think today I'll go with Jordan Mori. Nice. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. All right. Mr. Marie, Mr. we're going to call you more Mr. Marie. Mr. Marie. All right. Excellent. What are we drinking this evening, Mr. Marie? We are uh, going to enjoy a cocktail that we're going to call the Midnight. The Midnight. The Midnight Cocktail. Um, and it just has this kind of dark uh, sun is set late evening um, end of the night cocktail look to it. It's going to have a light, or like a kind of a dark purple hue to it. It's kind of a riff on the aviation. Okay. So it, the aviation is gin, creme de violette, luxardo, which is a maraschino liqueur, and lemon juice. We have switched out the uh, luxardo for Cointreau, which is just high quality triple sec, and we're going to use lime instead of lemon. I'm going to garnish with a nice brandy cherry. It just has this real deep, sexy look to it. Wow, we are classing the joint up tonight. It's very floral, too. So it just kind of has this perfumey, but not overly sweet, um, deep, sexy look to it. A little underdressed. Exact. Underdressed on the radio. <laughs> That's awesome. Is this on the regular menu at, uh, or is this off this, menu? This is not. Uh, my AM bartender, Sierra, and I uh, came up with it today. That's fantastic. Uh, however, it is going to be available this be available. week uh, during happy hour at Mill Valley at half price. Half price. So, yeah, our, cocktail, our specialty cocktails are 12, so during happy hour, they will be six. That is uh just you can't afford not to drink. At Mill can't Valley afford Kitchen. not to drink. It would be doing you an emotional disservice. Um, come and get emotionally well at Mill Valley during happy hour and enjoy a couple <laughs> cocktails and some good conversation. Um, Skip the copay. Head to Mill. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the it's, it's the new form of, of health insurance in Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you take us away uh, once again, very quickly? The base of the uh, of the cocktail is going to be a gin, correct? Yep. We're using Prairie Organic uh, Gin. Based out of Minnesota, they do a really great job. So this is a very floral cocktail, and it's going to be served up, which means chilled in a stemmed glass without ice. So we're going to shake it with ice, especially since it's got lemon juice. We want to emulsify that really well. Excuse me, lime juice, and then we're going to strain it so it's nice and clean into our mini coupes, or you can use martini glasses as well. Whatever works for you. I and a mini like. coupe is is very similar to a martini glass, except it turns up at the end instead of going out. So yeah, it's, it's like excellent. a rounded rounded martini glass, rounded. kind of prohibition looking. It's it's yeah, very 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 cool and uh, considerably easier to keep from spilling. Yes, because spilling okay. sucks. I mean, always it's so awkward when I start licking the uh, the the cocktail off the table <laughs> after I spilled it. But yeah, martini glasses are are adorable and they're really sexy, but. They're, they're kind of a practical joke. It's like, I've got this really great cocktail idea. Let's serve it on a plate. Like, how do you carry that? Thing? <laughs> it is absolutely terrible. Have you seen the, 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 these glasses that I see for sale at different times that are like, like asymmetrically angled? So it's on the side. And I'm like, what kind of cruel, non-drinking guy has come up with this plan? Because the last thing I need is to have to actually do physics while I'm putting my cocktail down. 
Right. And maybe it's a way to keep you from drinking too much. So maybe that's a classy cocktail, t- glass design. So you know if you start spilling your martini, you've had enough. All right. Well, fair enough, but that's not going to work for me. So why don't we start with some cocktail uh, mixing. Brett, the, the, the man in the box, the boy in the box. Uh, has hit our drink. Our, man. Our man in the box is hitting our, our mixing drink music, right? There we go, yep. Beautiful. All right, we're going to start off. I've already been chilling our glass, uh, our mini cube. I've got some ice hanging out in there. I'm going to ditch that now. Um, since we're not serving it with ice in the glass, we always want to start with a cold glass to keep our cocktail cold. And we're going to need a cocktail shaker, a Hawthorne strainer, which is that funky guy with the spring on it. And I'm going to double strain it, just keep it really nice and clean uh, through a uh, little basket mesh strainer. So we're going to start off with one and a half ounces of Prairie Organic Gin. Okay, so already we know this is going to be a strong cocktail. Your base is already an ounce and a half. Indeed. And then we're going to go with a half ounce of Creme de Violette. And Creme de Violette is something I've never actually heard of before. But Violette implies it's going to be purple. Purple and floral. Hence the midnight. Half ounce of Cointreau. Can never go wrong with Cointreau. An orange uh, overtone liqueur. Orange liqueur, uh, one of the highest grades, or my favorite, uh, look, excuse me, uh, triple sec. And then another half ounce of lime. Freshly squeezed lime juice. Always. It's very important. It really is. The citric acid starts to to degrade or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you lose your acidity, you lose your brightness. And so now we're going to add our ice. This is good mixing music, by the way, isn't it? And a shake. We got solid, we got solid shaking rhythm there. Wanted to be on par with this nice cocktail mixing music we have in the background. You know, not too aggressive. We're, we're hanging out, having a nice, sexy late night drink here. Loving it. I'm loving it. So then we're gonna double strain this into our mini coupe. Has filled it up. Are we going to garnish this? We're going to garnish this with a brandy cherry. We're just going to let this fall right to the bottom of the glass. It's going to add to the deep, dark color. Wow! It's kind of a cloudy it's purple. Sexy. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely like beautiful. Midnight to me. All right, outstanding. I mean, it's kind of it's it's a lighter color drink than I had expected. I thought it was going to come out kind of purplish, but it's actually more of a cream color with the darker cherry in between. So it's we'll call it Midnight in Alaska. Midnight in Alaska. There you go. <laughs> so we rename it. Excellent. All right. So uh, so our cocktail has been mixed, um, and we're going to be enjoying this when we come back from the break. Brett, you can take off the music. We have mixed our cocktail. That took very little time. That went absolutely beautifully. That went easy as can possibly be, much easier than I had necessarily expected. That's an expected. easy cocktail. All right, so we're going to go to our first break, but when we come back, we're going to be enjoying a midnight cocktail. I'd like to remind you, you are listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minute. You made me miss the slick. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. 
This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Summer is the season to clean. For roof, siding, garage floors, decks, and more, Blue Sky Services can help you out. Anything that can be power washed, Blue Skies can safely soft wash. A power washing alternative that doesn't damage your home. So don't wait until it's too late and you need to replace things. Call Blue Sky Services at 651-447-4484. And tell them that you're an AM950 listener to save up to $100 in July only. That is 651-447-4484. Call now to save on July services. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Furnishing and Design, located on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. We are currently drinking a midnight. Shall we partake, ladies and gentlemen? We've gone through the segment uh, break without trying the cocktail. Brett, the boy in the box, uh, has his own. Jordan, you, I'm sure, have tried it. Uh, Colleen Cleave, Amy Lavoie, (laughs) try the midnight and tell us what you think. Once again, Midnight, a gin-based cocktail using Cointreau, using um, Ooh, Violette. De, yeah, creme de Violette. Creme de Violette, creating a... Describe it for us, Colleen. You smell it before you taste it. It's amazing. Very botanical. Very botanical. It's delicious. It's really? delightful. And I like that it's not super sweet. Right. I like more of a tart drink, so that's right up my alley. It's delicious. Very my God, Jordan, you are a wizard with booze. This is delicious. Brett, what are your thoughts? I kind of didn't want to drink it because it looks so nice with the coloring <laughs> in it. But, yeah, delicious, absolutely. Yeah, the, the color is kind of a, I call it a smoky purple. It is. Yep. It's like a, a melted purple popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite as sweet. Oh, and I can't no. wait to get to the cherry on the bottom because yeah, that's going to be phenomenal. And that'll have a little sweet sweet kick to it. So I definitely oh, yeah. recommend going with uh, Cointreau versus your kind of you know run-of-the-mill uh, triple sex. Those lower quality triple secs are going to be a lot more sweet. And this is going to be a drier triple sec, and it's going to give you that real bright floral orange flavor, not quite that candied orange. And so this is going to keep it uh, from getting too sweet because the creme de violette is going to have a little sweetness to it. And we're not adding any sugar to this cocktail at all. But those do carry a little bit of sweetness to it, and it's just enough if you have a good quality triple sec. Because as regular listeners know, we we oppose excessively sweet cocktails. Any sweetness in a cocktail should come naturally from garnish or from the liquor that, that's going in. You know, what's really nice about this is the weight of the of the drink. It's it's heavy on the tongue. That is is just just meaningful as a cocktail. Hence the midnight. Hence the midnight. This this feels. Like, this is a very sexy woman late at night 
I feel like, right here. I feel like we should have been playing some Barry White, uh, <laughs> actually, tonight. That would Luther have been a good move. Something. Luther yeah. Vandross, exactly yeah. right. It's like making out with Amy Winehouse. Badoom, and there it is. <laughs> Speaking of Amy Winehouse, ladies, have you noticed the music that we're using in the show uh, yeah. today? We did. All right. Well, for those of you who may not know, this is actually uh, the very week that Amy Winehouse passed away seven years ago. I believe it was the 23rd of July. A terribly sad day because she was such an amazing talent. And how old was she? Do you know? Oh, I'm just curious. I'm going to guess... was it 27? Or what's, what's that's a very like infamous age where I think Jim Morrison also died oh. at the same time? Oh, yeah. Same age. It's like this. Is he 27 or 28? I want to say. 27. 27. Exact, I was yeah. right. 27. I mean, I think she was born in 1983. And is that actually, Brett, I think is probably live Googling this. I am, yes. September 14th of 1983. Wow. That is amazing. I can barely remember my own kids year of birth, okay. but Amy Winehouse's year of birth, I actually can remember. Interesting. Yeah, seriously, that that's... I'm sorry, girls. <laughs> I do love you. I really do. I just have a weird, freaky memory. <laughs> but uh, but Amy Winehouse... Uh, Amy, essentially, her middle name, Jade. Amy Jade oh. Winehouse, which is my daughter Sophia's middle name. Sophia Jade Rich. There you go. Which I think is totally awesome as a middle name. Any connection or, or just coincidence? You liked Jade or you knew that? Just coincidence. We were going for rhythm, actually. Sophia, Jade, Rich. Perfect. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah. Right. So two syllables, one syllable, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. like in some form of like vague onomatopoeia. Okay. I don't know about that, actually. I just I love saying the word onomatopoeia if I ever have a chance to do it. But it was amazing. Amy Winehouse was, was uh, an incredible singer. Her voice was what they call a contralto voice, which is the deepest female uh, level, I think, that, uh, that can be achieved. Mezzo-soprano on the high end of the scale, contralto on the bottom end of the scale, or the, the lowest end of the scale. And, uh, yeah, God, I, I wish she was still here because, I mean, her albums are amazing. She's definitely quite a talent. I, I can't believe that was seven years ago because I remember when I heard about it and uh, holy cow. I know, I know. It just, it seems like yesterday. That's one of the... She, uh, sorry, was she before or after Michael? I mean, everybody kind of remembers those moments, right? Amy, after. Michael. Michael, this was 10 years, wasn't it? Michael. Michael who? Oh, see? Jackson. <gasps> oh, God. All right. Prince, Michael, Shame Amy. I mean, are, there's just not more than one Michael. <laughs> you're right. I suppose you're right. Yeah, Although my kids... 2009, apparently. 2025th, so not long ago either. Okay. Very close. Michael, I didn't... My, uh, my, my daughter referenced JT the other day. Yeah. And I said, really? You listening to James Taylor? Oh, <laughs> Dad. She said, who? Come on, who? No, but then I played James Taylor, yeah. and she said, oh, wow, this is really good. Yeah. So now she's actually been listening to James Taylor. So she's an old soul. She she must be an old soul. Yeah. It does bring, however, the passing of Amy Winehouse, today's uh, quick interesting question, which is, back in the day when you were buried, it was common that you would take with you into the grave an object of importance or an object of use in the afterlife. So very quickly, Amy Lavoie. Oh gosh. What uh, would you take with what will you take with you? Uh, can you come back to me? That's so hard. Um, it's a hard question, Tizra. Brett, you got anything in the box? You said it's either something valuable or useful. Those are two very different questions. I was going valuable, and it would be kind of useful. I might actually take my bike with me just so I could cruise around. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be an oddly shaped coffin. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you can't necessarily, but yeah. Or unless, you know, you take a bike and it's in a box, you know, probably no tools for you to put it together. Yeah. Jordan, if I got a I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I, my eight iron. Really? Yeah. You take your eight iron. So as long as you've got an approach shot. In the afterlife, you are prepared. Yeah, yeah, I can hit my eight iron pretty far, and I can also chip with it. So I think I can get most things that I need to get done with with, with an eight iron. The eight iron is a fantastic self defense tool. <laughs> I could maybe dig with it, I stir my soup. 
I, what else? All things can be done All with things. a Yours is much more useful than mine. Right. <laughs> Seriously, and requires no additional tools. Colleen, how about you? Any yeah, thoughts? I, wow, now I'm, I completely – I was thinking memorable. Memorable clearly would be something related to my children. That's probably not useful. It's memorable. Um that would be a nice idea, though. Valuable, valuable. Uh, okay, well, eight iron, curly iron. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as long as in the afterlife Beautiful it has an American outlet. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that would be purgatory, having everything you need but the wrong outlet. <laughs> My hair's never curled 16,000 years without curled hair. It's a nightmare. Living off the grid your whole entire yeah. afterlife. All right. Well, that's good to know. Um, we're going to take another quick break after this insightful conversation. Uh, when we come back, we are going to be talking about something a little more upbeat. That is the trend of customization of art in the world of interior design. Stay with us here on Drink in the Style. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. I'm Richard Painter, and I'm running in the DFL primary for the U.S. Senate. I believe we're at a critical juncture in our nation's history. Our democracy is under siege by the Trump administration. Foreign influence is unchecked as politicians exploit power for private gain rather than the public good. But what is happening right now is a symptom of a larger disease. The corruptive influence of money in politics makes government unresponsive to the people. For 25 years, I have been speaking out against corruption on Wall Street and in Washington. Now I want to fight for you in the United States Senate. I will fight foreign-owned mining companies seeking to pollute our waterways. I will fight against money and politics and corruption on all levels of government. I will fight to initiate investigations and hearings for the treasonous behavior of President Trump. It's time to impeach. Please support me in the DFL primary on August 14. See all the issues at PainterMinnesota.com. I'm Richard Painter, and I approve this message. Ad prepared and paid for by Painter Minnesota. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a low around 62. Tomorrow's mostly sunny with a high near 82. Tuesday sunny with a high near 84. Wednesday partly sunny with a high near 77. And Thursday mostly sunny with a high near 74. Ferndale Market is a third-generation turkey farm that was started in Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Their turkeys are raised without antibiotics, and you can find them in lots of local grocery stores all over the state. Open seven days a week and just 30 minutes south of the cities. More details at FerndaleMarketOnline.com.
in the style where we're talking with Colleen Cleave and Amy Lavoie, although I prefer Lavoie. Me too. From Double Vision. <laughs> Ladies, welcome back onto the program. Thank you. All right. Colleen, you are not a website person. You're an Instagram person. I was a website person, and I found that over the years, um, two things. Posting things is not as easy on a website, unless you're super savvy, and I'm not, as it is to push a button on my phone and put it to a house account, Pinterest, Instagram, and people on Facebook, and people want things fast. That's and a great point. Instant gratification online. Really fast. On a project, post it. So you're an Instagram girl primarily. What is your Instagram handle? It's the same name as my business, Double Vision Design Studios. Double Vision Design Studios. And Amy, you're an artist uh, in your own right. What is your handle on Instagram? Mine is both my personal one and my business one. It's just Amy Love, A-M-Y-L-A-V-9. Amy Love 9. All right. <laughs> Check it out. Both of them have done amazing work. All right, guys. So you do visual merchandising. Uh, you do interior design. But lately, we have been talking about something kind of new on the scene. That is customized personal art. Yes. What does that mean? Well, um, I have noticed over the last couple of years for sure that um, – Art in general, with the bulk of my clients, tends to be, in a nutshell, much more personal. Mm -hmm. And we were discussing this earlier, and what I would tell you is that years ago, when we first started in design, a client followed an artist, and you chose from what the artist had to offer. Now, I feel like, especially the younger generation, wants to either create or duplicate something that is much more personal to them, be it a memory, a photograph, uh, something that, that emulates or resembles something important or meaningful to them, whether they have somebody you know, canvas it out for them or whether they find something close to it. I feel like there's a real, real need for that or, you know, want for that right now. So, I mean, we're almost talking about like a micro patronship, right? I mean, you know, back in the day, you would have a, a, a rich guy who was a patron of an artist right. who would simply enable them to create art. And you're kind of almost breaking that down and into artist creating work based on a particular client's needs, correct? Or wants. Or mm -hmm. wants. Wants, yes. Yeah. And I would say that sometimes people don't necessarily know what they do want, but they know what they don't want. And so that's that's important. And if, if someone asks me to do something for them uh, and they say, just just put me on a canvas, people mm -hmm. like to say that. And I say, I think my perception of you on a you canvas is different. You grab them by the back of the head, you <laughs> dip them in the paint. My, <laughs> Highly Violent Art by right, Amy Lavoie. <laughs> you, you run the risk of someone going, that's what you think I am on a canvas? You know. Okay. So I think it's just communication. It's, it's just... Um, I just like to communicate along the way and make sure, do you like this so far? What do you What do you not like? What do you like? What do you want changed so that they're happy? I mean, it's amazing. It's like crowdfunding. It's like individually funding a particular piece. And, and so you've done this, Amy, specifically. Mm -hmm. You've worked with a client. The client has a space. They say, I want art created for this particular corner. And then you're going to ask them questions. You're going to try to create something that is reflective of their of their tastes and their needs and wants, correct? Right. And what's interesting is that sometimes what is already on their walls, they don't necessarily even like it. You know, you might think, okay, I, I get kind of what their taste, what their zone is. And then they end up saying to you, I don't even like that over there. It's It was handed down to me or it was mm -hmm. cheap or it, I just felt like it fit the space. And so you, you go, okay, um, I can work with that. What, what do you like? Or a lot of clients duplicate what they grew up with. This is how I saw my parents. This is how I, you know, this is what, this is how you decorated with air quotes art in a, mm -hmm. you know, in a space. But it's, it's, it's really morphed. It has, it has so grown and changed. Amy just did a piece for my son. And, and again, this is, you know, this is a 26 year old man who lives in a funky uptown place, but absolutely crazy off the hook cool uh, a real longhorn skull 
and I knew when I saw it, and he said, those are great. I need to have one of those. So we, Amy had done one for uh, someone uh, that works with us for a rodeo, so she put a flag on it, and, you know, appropriate for the audience. And he saw that, and he said, oh, we need to have one of those. I knew right away what he would want. And, and we both said at the same time, I want the Tito's logo on there. So, <laughs> Man after our own hearts. Right? Really, then, you've raised a good one. Right? <laughs> Ridiculously cool. And she freehanded this amazing piece. Again, you know, I mean, you know, art is art to, you know, to whoever, you know, uh, the buyer and the, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? right. But Super cool. So, so, so essentially, so I mean, so when you're approaching a client who wants bespoke art, we'll call it bespoke art. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a term that's been used, or did I just? You just made that up. That's fantastic. <laughs> Good for me. We're gonna we're gonna we'll go with it. it. That replaces we'll the word I, I stole from Amy Winehouse. Yes, we can't say that one. That's a phrase, right? Yeah, the word is curry. <laughs> Yeah, Beep. Brett just gave me a hands up. Yeah, yep, that gets the bleep sound. <laughs> that gets, not on Facebook, though. No. Congratulations. Remember to listen to us on Facebook uh, and watch us as well. You get the between the scenes uh, uh, music or the conversation. But so, so Amy, so you're coming in. Is is the primary drive going to be based on color, based on on style? Do you have a particular style that you like to create? Um, yes, to all of those. <laughs> um, Always. Yeah, you know, I like color. I think that I've found that I I like neutrals with splashes of color. Mm-hmm. And it, when I when I start to to paint a canvas, I I tend to do what I like. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes you have to remember that it like we just said, it's in the eye of the beholder. And so um, I would go based on color. I mean, based on a specific room. You know, when you walk into a room, you look at the walls, you look at the furniture, you look at the, the big picture. At least we do. People mm-hmm. that care about design and so forth. So, I think it's a mix of all. You know, some people know what they want, but yet you might think, I don't know if this is right for your space. But it's, mm-hmm. but I it's, think it's just all about communicating. And, and also giving your opinion about, well, I'm not sure that would go right with what you have in here. And Nine out of ten good. times we say you can take somebody and either look what they're wearing and or one step further and look in their closet. Because, mm-hmm. what you know, if you have any sense of, you know, design, style, what look in someone's closet. Interesting. And it will roll into... What a really cool design concept. I've actually, you're, you're, there are little snapses shooting left and right here on this. Because you're right. Go into someone's, that's, that's going to be reflective of colors and. Sing to you, so you probably aren't going to put it in your, you know, your living space either. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, as a general rule, I mean, is that how you, as a designer, Colleen, will go? <laughs> Jordan is enjoying his cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you know, when you go into a space as a designer, are you going to to basically be be looking at integrating, you know, uh, uh, the colors that you already see around you? Or are you going to ask questions about those colors? You know, it really it, it, it's it's a case by case, obviously. But I feel like, and you know that from reading somebody that potentially walks into your store, or whatever. But you can you can tell a lot about what a client is going to want by what they're wearing, how they're styled, what they drive, and just from walking in the front door, you know, unless, of course, they've just taken on a new home that they're going to completely, you know, dump upside down and change. But you can tell a lot about a person by the way they've styled their personal being and what, you know, where their where their sweet spot is for Mm-hmm. Colors, design, style. So you become almost a, a detective as you're coming through. If someone has hired you as a designer's designer, as as someone who really knows what they're doing, you're going to be looking for all those particular clues to try to create something that appeals to that individual client. I think after a while, you probably know it. Just it becomes innate. You read the people. You know, I don't necessarily stand there and dissect them, but you can. I know right away. I mean, you know, nine out of ten times you think you know anyway. And sometimes I think people try to push themselves one direction or the other because they feel like they need to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they always gravitate back to where they really want to be. So what really makes them happy. Right. Mm-hmm. So they may think they want to be more uh, contemporary or they want to be more traditional. And, and they because they 
want to follow, you know, a, a trend or a, something that their neighbor has. But essentially, it almost always comes back to where they really are, you know, what their sweet spot is. For. So if you have a client, so like a lot of designers I know are huge Pinterest Mm-hmm. users and they want you to pin particular things and then send that necessarily over to them mm-hmm. which do you think is is more valuable source of information what you see in front of you when you're going in you're meeting with a client or what they're sending you via pinterest what they want to be or what they are i think what's in front of me really i i do I think that's where they can point themselves to where they think they want to be because this is where my neighbor my girlfriend my sister-in-law is but not necessarily what they love. What do you think? I, I was going to say the opposite. Actually, oh, okay. that that okay. what they're sending is this is this is what I like. Can you incorporate it into my space? Because the space that I'm living in isn't my happy place right now. You know, That's um, a good point. Yeah, I think I that was my gut, but I, mm-hmm. I see your point too. But yeah, right. And, and well, I mean, isn't that really the role of a designer to a great mm-hmm. extent? Mm-hmm. Is to try to merge what you are and what you want to be mm-hmm. into you know into a single into a single particular outcome. Yeah. Qu- question: As a, a, an artist, you know, is there a line you might draw between you know what you do and feel is right as far as artistic creation and what the customer wants? Sure. I mean, as far as I'm more abstract. I can't. I. I. I can't paint in someone's face in detail. You know what I mean? It, it's it's going to be more uh, just that I hope to evoke a feeling by putting something on a canvas mm-hmm. um, versus here's a photo of me on my family vacation. Can you recreate it? So for me, that that would be the line. I just I just can't do people drawing mm-hmm. and so forth. So I'm not sure if I answered your question. Yeah, but. yeah I guess to me, you know, because coming from the restaurant side, you know, mm-hmm. as a chef, you know, I think there's, you know, I like to consider myself an artist in the food world and everything, but yeah, I also know it's a business. I got to make people happy and, and give them what, what they want and be respectful to, you know, making sure it sells, you know, mm-hmm. not just stroking my ego as an artist. Like, I want to find a balance. I want to always have a dish that I can satisfy both, mm-hmm. you know, without taking away from any other one too much, I guess. Yeah. So that's where I was getting at, I guess. I guess it's always striking a balance between what people want, what people think they want, what people have wanted in the past. Mm-hmm. All about wants, wants and needs. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to break once again. Uh, you're listening to Drink in the Style. We'll be uh, back with segment four, the Habitation Audio Log. Colleen, Amy, and Jordan will join us. Thanks for listening. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. Jeff Warner here for Warner Stellion to share my latest attempt to help you break up with your tired, inefficient appliances. Replace them. Get our guaranteed lowest price on beautiful, super efficient ones. Plus 50 bucks for every appliance replaced. Plus free delivery and basic installation from our trusted specialists. And 18 months zero interest financing. This is a great deal. So we can only afford to extend this offer for a very short time. Don't wait. Choose Warner Stellion and save on incredible new appliances today. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. 
Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I tried to make me go to rehab, I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been back, but when I come back, no, no, no. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, they try to make me go to rehab, I won't go. Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design in St. Louis Park. Guys, are you familiar with Trowbridge art? I am not. Nor am I. Trowbridge is an amazing line out of London in the UK. It is a uh, a really cool collection of... uh, of, Photography, as well as a good deal of abstract work, hand matted, hand framed. Everything comes out of this little UK shop that is coming through, and Habitation is actually bringing in a huge collection of Trowbridge. We're going to be their number one supplier in Minneapolis uh, this week. So if anybody is interested in taking a look, they have this, like, Gorgeous line, gorgeous frame, beautiful style, and we're actually selling it for 20% off this week if you mention that you're Drink in the Style listener. Love it. Nice. Right? It really is. I saw them at uh, at, uh, High Point, North Carolina Furniture Show the other day, and uh, the individual who owns it, his name is Trowbridge, hence the uh, the name. Uh, was coming through, and um, and we were talking about the fact that he has very little exposure in uh, Minnesota. So it is the large collection of his uh, work that you can find. Nice. And I encourage folks to come in, and we'll give you a discount on it um, because it's just very, very cool. Very cool. I have to point my clients. I hope so. All right. Well, welcome back to Drinking the Style. Uh, we are here in segment four, which is the uh, semi-dreaded habitation audio log, as well as some other interesting conversation that's running through. So shall we do, Jordan, the habitation audio log? Fire it up. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> it's highly edited because right now we're on the uh, razor's edge as far as what happens with habitation and rehab. Actually, we're not so much. Right now, designer rehab has been completely iced and, uh, and the city has, has, has crushed the small business undertaking. But uh, let's do Habitation's audio log and uh, what I have prepared, which was authorized by our attorneys uh, at this point. So Habitation audio log installment 10, renewal. Regular listeners are aware that certain decisions by the City of St. Louis Park have compelled me to change the habitation and designer rehab business plans. Specifically, designer rehab is currently on ice 
and may not be opening on West Lake Street after all. Permits were finally issued last week, but inspections are pending, and I have no reason to expect that anything will happen but more trouble. Such is the price of trying to do business in this particular city. However, there is a silver lining. When we had expected to move habitation to a new location, we essentially liquidated a huge amount of merchandise, and since the planned move has been canceled, we took advantage of the uh, situation to, uh, I'm sorry, we took advantage of uh, the new and open floor space to renew the product offerings. Shoppers will be welcomed by a lot of new items, changes in the space itself also. My favorite change to the space, the new cement board that has been installed on the east side of the building. Interior cement board, something that is rarely used in its current state. It is a kind of new design feature that I stole from a showroom in Las Vegas. Rather than using sheetrock laid vertically, taped, and painted, we used cement board staggered horizontally and left exposed. A completely cool industrial look. Easy to install and, frankly, pretty affordable. Come in and take a look at this new design concept. It's really cool. I think Amy and I are headed over. I so. love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's neat. So Very you take cool. the cement board. Cement board is what they generally use in bathrooms yep. and and yep. you know and things like that. It's got texture. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it's got depth to it. Mm-hmm. So we came in and we laid each board. Imagine it almost like giant cinder blocks mm-hmm. that are one on top of the other. And the front 50, 60 feet of the store is all cement board that's run through. Uh, Carl has come in. He put a sealer on it to darken it up. And it's just like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's got these exposed screws. It's it's fun. It's the type of thing you can do in your house literally on a weekend and and totally crank things up to 11. Yeah. Are we, uh, I love that quote, by the way. Crank <laughs> things up to 11? Yeah. Spinal tap. Uh, do you know it? You don't know it? No. Spinal oh. tap, I know. But, I don't know that. But Oz goes up to 11. <laughs> it's great. It, Another thing that I thought Greg just came up with, and I guess... <laughs> <laughs> There's so little original. Original, no, but I'm a great curator of pop culture. Occasionally, new things. But, no, it was, uh, it was, it was from Spinal Tap, and, and it's the, the, the band, and these guys bought these amps. And usually an amp is 1 to 10, but whatever company sold this thing decided to do it 1 to 11. Maybe it's metric, maybe it's Chinese, who knows. Mm -hmm. But he was so excited because he could always go to 11, whereas other bands could only do 10. If you need a little bit more, you just normally people are rocking at 10, but we can turn it all the way up to 11. You sound like you're from the Beatles. Nice work, Jordan. Excellent. Right? Well done. All right, so there was the Habitation audio log. There's only so much that I can get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> and my attorney, Chris Maddle from Maddle, PA, if anyone's looking for like an incredible super lawyer, I encourage you to contact Maddle, PA uh, in Minneapolis, by the way. Um, and uh, and that was as, as harmless an audio log as I think I've done in the past many weeks. So now we open it up. Colleen, Amy, your chance to grill the host of Drink in the Style. What question would you like to ask me? You know, as long as we're in the vein of art, um, I I would like to know, uh, staying true to what I find complete opposites, which would be millennials versus people our age, (laughs) Um, and oh, uh, and all right, old like dirt. Do you see the gray in the beard? Uh, oh my no, god! No, I don't, because I can't see without my cheaters. <laughs> so no, I don't. <laughs> it's really gray. It's so sad. Um, anyway, uh, art art preferences. I'll stay in the vein of the show today. A show topic, art preferences, because I definitely see. Um, like I said earlier, you know, I see what I see, but what do you see in the store? In terms of art that people are necessarily buying? Uh, you know, it, t- 20s and 30s versus 40s, 50s and up. Uh, their preferences. A theme. Yeah, yeah. Generational art Generational trends. art preferences, yeah. Oh, that's mm. an inter- that is an interesting question. Um, 
you know, as a as a general sense, I am finding that younger shoppers seem to be more into abstract in general. Mm-hmm. Younger shoppers seem to to be drawn towards colors and interpretation overall versus shoppers who are, you know, boomers or something like that tend to like things that are a little more concrete overall. So photography-based art um, is, is, is still very popular uh, in that, you know, particular demographic. But when we bring folks in or when, when individuals come in who are uh, millennials, the, the millennials, <laughs> someone say the millennials. <laughs> when the millennials come in, I think they're looking for something that they can interpret uh, a little bit more. Um, are you finding that as well, Amy? What What are your thoughts? Uh, well, I was just going to ask you if you find that people are more into buying a piece of art that fits their space or in, willing to build around a piece of art, mm-hmm. or they say, here's what I already have, so that goes with it. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I mean, are you filling the real estate mm-hmm. based on what exists, or are you selecting things that necessarily speak to you? I mean, art is like... Art is so hard in a design uh, in, in the design capacity, and we've talked about in the past wanting to bring in a specific uh, designer who focuses exclusively on art because it is so different. If you're looking at a sofa, if you're looking at chairs, cocktail tables, end tables, lamps, or what have you, you're you're kind of looking at function to a great extent. Mm-hmm. Whereas wall space is completely wide open, mm-hmm. and um, that's where a designer really comes in handy mm-hmm. because you know you can take a look and say, "I want a piece that goes here, a sofa-sized piece that is you know thirty-six inches wide by twenty-four inches long," and you know that's going to fill up that particular real estate. But a designer can come in and say, "You know what? If you like this particular piece that's maybe ten by." Ten or something like that, you can create a collage. You can create a, a whole, you know, specific space that mm-hmm. uh, is going to be reflective of your pieces. But because art is so infinite, I mean, so absolutely mm-hmm. infinite, you need some guidance on that. That's why I loved what you guys were talking about uh, relative to trying to understand who your clients particularly are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, and I, I, I feel like it's, it's. Like you said, um, you know, furnishings are to some extent facilitating a need. Art is extraordinarily personal. It's it and, and infinite, as you it's said. It's infinite mm-hmm. and personal, but you need some guidance because otherwise it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And can get lost in the noise, as I like to say, if we don't display it right. How true it is. All right. Well, there it is. We have drunk and talked our way through yet another episode on behalf of our expert mixologist, Jordan Morris, and our guests, Colleen Cleave and Amy Levois, yeah. I'd like to wish everyone good, li- good luck this coming week. And in the words of Amy Winehouse, every bad situation is a blues song waiting to happen. Join us next week on Drink in the Style.